The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Yes, I am back, and oh, is it good to be back. You know, things just don't see the same when I'm gone. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. <laughs> but I'm thrilled to be back, and uh, back in the studio. You know, last week's show, I wasn't in studio, so if you guys looked for me on the webcams, that's why you didn't see me, because I wasn't here. I uh, did the show elsewhere, but uh, now I'm back, and uh, there's lots and lots and lots to get to, but uh, look, you are listening to the America's Web Radio Station. This is the On Point with Victor show, and this is Victor Armanderes coming at you. Look, we've got a lot to get to, and I want to take a minute. Look, I'm not going to get into a whole lot about the shooter in Chicago because a big old investigation needs to happen. We do not need to act like Democrats and jump to conclusions. Uh, we don't need to politicize this, which the Democrats, it took them zero to, to politicization of this tragedy. It took them less than a second to do that, and it's awful. Um, it's terrible. And, and each one of you, every, every American citizen in this country should sit back and ask the question, why do Democrats, and it's mostly Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, there may be some establishment Republicans, but it's mostly Democrats. Why are they so quick? Why are they so quick to blame the innocent American citizen, the innocent citizen? Why are they so quick to look at ways to restrict a a God-given right from the innocent citizens every time a madman criminal goes and, and, and commits crime? And, and that's the, the question needs to be asked. Why and, and why do we sit back and allow politicians to politicize something like this? There, there are families that are in absolute peril today because they've lost loved ones because some psycho kid went and shot up some people at a parade. And we should be concentrating on these families. We shouldn't be politicizing this and making it worse for them. And and going after and turning your attention in, uh, on a political issue to try to gain more power over the the innocent, law-abiding American citizen. Uh, this is it's it's awful and it's terrible and and it needs to stop. And the only way we're going to stop this, ladies and gentlemen, is by throwing these these bozo politicians out of office. That's the only way. And it's got to start on the state level all the way up to the federal level. We got to throw these people out. Now, look, I, I, and again, uh, my my heart goes out to the families in Chicago and Highland Park. What happened yesterday at that parade was was just absolutely awful. And I, and I'm not going to make uh, again. There's an investigation ongoing, and we will get to the bottom. We will find out what was going on in this kid's head. And and I promise you, I promise you, I can almost guarantee. That uh, when when the dust settles and the investigation gets going and 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 there's they're going to find out this kid was probably on some law enforcement's radar. He was probably known by law enforcement, certain agencies. And David, you're I, I bet there's already a report out that I don't know about. Well, uh, yes, he was known. Oh, well, see, there you go. I don't even have to know these things to guess. Just because if you look at the way these these, these lonely kids with mental, clearly mental issues, just like the one that happened before this, uh, they, they, these, they're wearing black. They've got tattoos. They, their eyes are sunken. They, they just look like they're in despair. 
most of the time we find out that they're on some law enforcement's radar, that, that they've done something to give a signal or, it, or explain to someone what they're going to do, and then nothing gets done, and then they go do the deed. Actually, uh, from what I understood or understand, he had his whole face was a tattoo. Right. I believe it. I haven't really looked. I haven't seen. I, I, I saw a glimpse of a photo. But I didn't get into it. But I did. I didn't notice there was a tattoo. I didn't really look to see if they were all over his neck or anything. But but I and and look, I'm not saying tattoos are bad or all tattoos are bad. But when you're a troubled child and you're showing uh, um, symptoms of loneliness and despair, and you're wearing black all the time. Look, I wear a lot of black. Black makes me look thin. At least that's what I've been told. <laughs> but I, you know, and I'm not saying that that all people with tattoos wear black are bad. But when you are a a teenager and you're in uh, a state of despair and you're moping around all the time and you're and you're wearing those dull dark colors and your eyes are sunken in and you're there may be a time when a, and a parent or somebody needs to go hey maybe we need to talk to this kid maybe we need to you know there is a thing called fifty one fifty where if if you see somebody and you talk to them and you really really assess that they're a danger to themselves you can actually call a a, a mental health facility and they can actually detain them they can detain them for 24 or, or something hours like that to do an assessment to make sure that this person is not a danger to themselves or to others and and again i'm probably getting into a little too much here because i don't know all the facts yet but i can promise you that when the dust settles and the investigation is done that we're going to find out that this probably could have been prevented that this kid was probably on some radars which david has already confirmed and uh that 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 there were signs that were ignored and then the, and then this kid went now here's the other thing here's another thing that i'm going to say and this isn't going to be real popular with with the left, and this isn't going to be popular with the media, and uh, and some of you out there, some of you Democrats may not even be comfortable with me saying this, but this shoot, this kind of shootings, these double digit homicides and and victims, goes on in Chicago on the South Side every weekend. But you know what the difference is? It's black on black. The majority of it every weekend on the south side of Chicago are blacks killing blacks, blacks shooting blacks. And you don't hear about it. But we're hearing about this Highland Park shooting in Chicago because it was a white guy that did the shooting. And I know that might make some of you uncomfortable, but that is the, the, the facts that have to be said. And I will say these facts. I am not going to sugarcoat things from you. And, and, and while this shooting yesterday was awful, all shootings are awful. When criminals get guns and commit crimes, we need to focus our attention on going after the crime, going after the criminals. And that's what's going on. And, and this what went on in Chicago is just an awful, awful thing. So I, I'm going to... Uh I'm going to get off this in a little bit <laughs> because I don't want to get too too far ahead of myself before the investigation. But I have to. I, I would be remiss if I didn't remind you of the violence that goes on in Chicago week after week after. In fact, if you want to do a little exercise, go do a DuckDuckGo search, maybe a Google search if they don't uh, hide the information. But a DuckDuckGo search, you will find the information. If you do a search and just put weekend shootings in Chicago or how many people were shot in Chicago, do that every Monday and you you will be amazed. You will be amazed at how many shootings happen every weekend in Southside Chicago. We're talking double digit, folks. And now the other question here, where our awesome producer Brett pointed out to me just now, is how did this happen in a state that has the most restrictive gun laws? So this is the other question you need to ask. Just like I said, you have to ask yourself why do why do Democrats, when as soon as a shooting happens? 
and it fits their narrative, why do they immediately start going after the law-abiding citizen? Why do they take turn their attention to a political one and go after law-abiding citizens instead of figuring out how to go after the criminal? Why do politicians do that? So here you have Chicago, and as producer Brett astutely pointed out, Chicago has one of the most restrictive gun laws in the country. You can't open carry in Chicago as a law-abiding citizen. You cannot exercise your Second Amendment right in Chicago. But if you're a criminal, you can figure out a way to obtain a gun or, or a rifle uh, because the Second Amendment, even in Illinois, protects people and, and you can get rifles in Illinois. But you can't carry. You can't carry and have a permit so that if something were to happen like this, that you as a law-abiding citizen could pull out your gun and end a criminal before he could shoot a number of people. But there was no one in the, at that parade that was carrying a gun that could protect themselves because of the gun laws in Chicago. So who who were the people in danger in Chicago and Highland Park yesterday? Those were the law-abiding citizens who were following the law and not carrying a gun to protect themselves. They have a God-given right in the Second Amendment to carry a weapon and protect themselves. That is spelled out in the Constitution. But they can't do that in Chicago. So you had a lot of innocent people, and none of them had a gun. But the criminal found a gun, and the psychopath found a gun and obtained a gun, and he went and shot these, these people up in that parade. And now, and all the politicians want to do is focus on you, the law-abiding, me, you, we the people, we who abide by the law. We who, if we're stuck in a city like Chicago, we abide by the law. And then we put ourselves in danger. And the politicians who make these stupid laws against the, the law-abiding citizen, the, the, the very politicians that make restricting laws, limiting what we the people can do, a law-abiding citizen, what we can do, they limit us and then they want to come after us when a criminal gets a gun and a criminal goes and commits a crime. Instead of turning their attention to go, we failed you, ladies and gentlemen. We, that's what the, the, the politicians, if they had any, any integrity, they would come out around Chicago and go, we failed you, people of Chicago. We failed you. We have these restrictive gun laws to take away your Second Amendment, but we failed you because so many of you, you are railing now because your family members were shot yesterday by a criminal. So what the politicians ought to be saying is we're going to now turn our attentions on crime. We're going to turn our attention on the criminal. We're going to beef up the mental health facilities. We're going to beef up ways to, to really train people to, 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 to maybe see these warning signs. And we're going to let the good people and law-abiding people in Chicago, we're going to let you ex- exercise your Second Amendment. Can you imagine what would happen then? But these politicians aren't going to do that. They're too invested in power. They're too invested in power over you. And they're never, ever, ever going to admit they're wrong. A politician, especially a Democrat, is well, 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 way, way, way too invested in trying to obtain power over you for them to be able to go back and say, you know, we made a mistake. We need to reassess this. They're not going to do it, folks. They're too busy uh, finding ways to to disarm police. They're, they're finding ways to defund police. I shouldn't say disarm, but Defund. But in a way, they do kind of dis- disarm police because when police uh, departments are and municipalities are asking for, for better armament, they're asking for armored vehicles. When they ask for shields, you know what the Democrats say? Oh, you want to be a militarized police and we can't have that. 
Now, the day if the day ever comes that police forces are federalized and the Democrats can control your municipality's police department, you know what the first thing that's going to happen? They're going to have the best armored vehicles. They're going to have tanks, and they will have the best armament, the best armor to wear, and they're going to have shields. They'll have all that if the Democrats can control it. But see, right now, they don't control all the municipalities, so they don't want them to have the armored vehicles and all of these things. Now, I know there are, there are SWAT teams, but a lot of these municipalities, a lot of these police forces, they've been asking for heavy, heavier equipment, better equipment to, to better respond to these, kind, these type of shootings. And too often, Democrats refuse to do it. And you can look all this stuff up and you can fact check me all you want, but this is what happens. You see, the Democrat politician and some establishment Republicans are too interested, and and it's too easy to target the law-abiding citizen. It actually takes work to go after the criminal. It actually takes takes thought and real assessment of what does work and what doesn't work to create policy to go after the criminals. And you know what? When you punish criminals, and this is gonna and and I promise you, David, I'm, I will go ahead and apologize because I'm. This is gonna get some some pushback. We're probably gonna get emails from Media Matters. We'll probably get angry email emails from Democrats. But let me tell you something else. One reason Democrats just can't crack down on crime like they should is because when you crack down on crime, you're cracking down on a Biden voter. You're cracking down on a on on, on a Democrat voter. And, and I know that might outrage a lot of some of you listeners out there. That might outrage you, but I, you can go and check this all you want. The majority of the criminal mind that's out there right now, they're they're not conservative voters. They're not libertarian voters. If they do vote I'll get I'll bet you that over 90% of them vote democrat. And you see this goes back to why democrat the democrat party and so many politicians in the bureaucracy they won't crack down on crime like they should because when you crack down on Antifa, when you crack down on the crimes of BLM, when you crack down on just your run-of-the-mill crime that goes on in Chicago every weekend, you're cracking down on Biden and Democrat voters. And that is just a fact. And we will be right back. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on AmericasWebRadio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall President Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE. 
or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Uh, look, let me. Since I'm going ahead and, and, and I'm uh, just I- really irritating Democrats right now and putting you in an uncomfortable space and, and probably rushing you off to your safe space, and I've probably got Media Matters beside themselves right now. I'm just going to continue. And uh, and this is from a listener. So a listener in Georgia pointed out uh, during the break that you know one of the other problems. And, and again, this is something that should be talked about that's just going to really make Democrats irate, and it's going to make uh, uh, Democrat voters irate when they hear this. But maybe, just maybe, maybe there's a problem because of the lack of strong fathers, the lack of a strong father figure in homes. Maybe this is a problem. Maybe these teenage boys that are losing their minds and, and turning to uh, guns to go shoot innocent people, maybe it's because they just don't have a strong father figure. Maybe it's because the, today it's more important. Democrats won't go after criminals. They find it more important to try and figure out and debate what is a woman, what is a man. Is a man a woman? Is a woman a man? Can they be both? Maybe we have a problem in this society because we're spending so much time in getting corporate America to play along, which is ridiculous. So now that every ad you see on TV has got a gay person or a trans person or something that we just don't know, uh, and and maybe maybe – you think they'll assess why Buzz Lightyear is tanking? And now I don't know. I've I've read articles that 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 movie didn't do as well. Well, maybe it's because they're trying to. It's a cartoon, and they ought to just stick to to making kids laugh instead of trying to indoctrinate kids on certain lifestyles. Look, I got no problem with your lifestyle. You guys know that. You, you those of you who have listened to me, I don't care. What, I don't care what you do, who you do, or where you do it. I really don't. I really don't. But when you're trying to force a certain lifestyle onto a kid, that's pretty bad. You, you people out there, you Democrats don't want me teaching my, you know, when I taught my let nephews very early in their life how to handle a gun, and you Democrats, it, it just makes, it, it, it boils your blood. But, but, but you want to come into, to my household or my sister's household, and you want to indoctrinate her kids, with 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 certain lifestyles that you think they need to they need to agree with or they need to participate in but i go and teach them how to handle a weapon so they're not afraid of it oh that you lose your mind over that well maybe we need to take a reassessment and 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 it's the voters that need to do this look i keep telling you voters you've got to throw out these democrats today's democrats are not yesterday's democrats and we also got to throw out a whole lot of establishment republicans lindsey graham Mitch McConnell, you got to go too, and and we need to clean house, and we need to clean house because we've lost our way in this as a society, and if we're going to allow politicians to set the agenda, then by golly, we're going to have to clean house and get some politicians that better represent us. That's just a fact. That's what we got to do. Yeah, there, no violence is needed. We have the ballot box, and look for you. Voters out there on the right who are still stuck on 2020, look, I know shenanigans happened in 2020, 
But right now, we've got to put that behind us. We've got to stand together. We have to stand up and stand together and speak together and join together and be ready to vote in November. Because the ballot box still works. And turnout, heavy, heavy turnout, will still beat any fraud that the Democrats are, be, are able to do. Because trust me, Democrats cannot win without fraud. They can't. So they're always are going to try. They're going to try to do fraud. But we can beat it with turnout, overwhelming turnout. You and me and all of our friends out there are not afraid to – you know, I'm going to give you some examples in a minute on what it means, not what I mean by not being afraid. But getting out there and letting people know – you don't have to be today's Democrat. You don't have to be pressured by corporate America. You can actually go back and say, you know what? I like having, having a strong father or I like being a strong father. I, I like being a man. And, you know, it's fine for, for, for any of the other, other, any, any, anybody out there who wants to be uh, <laughs> a, a feminine man. Hey, knock yourself out, but don't come down on those of us who want to be strong male models. Don't come at us. Because we believe in tradition. We believe in America. We believe in freedom. We believe in liberty. And we believe in the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, all the men. We believe in the Bill of Rights. Don't come down on us because we believe there's a difference between a man and a woman. We believe that there are certain roles for men. And there are certain decencies that a man should do for a woman. Uh, look, I will open a door for a woman no matter how, how how militant she looks. I will do it. And if she says a snide remark, I don't care. I just say that's the way I was brought up, and that is what I will do. If you want to go back out and come in after me and open the door for yourself, go ahead and do it. But if I'm standing there, I'm going to open the door for you. But if it makes you mad, then when we go in, you can turn around and you can march your militant butt right back out the door and then open it for yourself and come back in. But if I'm standing there, I'm going to open it for you because I'm a man and that's how I was brought up. And there's nothing wrong with teaching your sons to be men. Nothing wrong with that. And this is a point in society where we're going to have to turn this around. And I, I did not intend at all on talking about this today, but that caller in Georgia has a point. Uh, and that listener in Georgia has a point. And, and, I, and the, yeah, that, that message came in when we were off air, so I didn't put it on the air. But I can bring it to you what that caller said. And that caller in Georgia, I believe Marietta, has an excellent point. How much of the problems in society right now are to be blamed because when you walk up to a bathroom, it says boy, girl, or both. When you walk up to a public bathroom, you're, you can't find the men's room anymore because they're letting women go into men's and men's go into women. Maybe that's a problem. Maybe there, maybe it wasn't a societal issue to actually understand that there are two genders. There are men and there are women. You're born one of those ways. You're a man or you're a woman when you're born. And, and that can't be changed. That's just science. Now, do we have people that, that, that live a certain way, different way? Yes, that's fine. And, and people make life choices? Yes, that's fine. And do we need to be accepting? Sure. Do we need to, to understand that, that people are going to be different? Absolutely. That's what's great about this country. But do, do we need, do we need to allow 1% or 2% of the population to become militant and force us to, to adhere, let's say, um, to join in? No, we don't need to be forcing anybody to do anything. Just like you have a freedom uh, of religion, you don't have a freedom from religion. 
So if somebody, uh, say a coach, wants to kneel on the field after a game and have his private prayer and that offends you, well, too bad. Too bad. Because that you you have a freedom of religion. You don't have a freedom from religion. And that is the same thing with all these different lifestyles out there. You you can in this country you live how you want to live. But don't you try and force it on someone else. And if somebody else happens to do not like the way you're living and they, they ignore you or pass you by, then so be it. So be it. Look, a lot of people don't like me because I'm short. A lot of people don't like me because I'm I, I'm a little brown. But I don't care. That's their problem, not mine. I've got some good friends. I've got good friends of all backgrounds. I've got good white friends, Jewish friends, black friends, I, you name it. You know why? Because I don't judge people by, by, by the color of their skins. I don't judge people by their God that they, that they may pray to. I judge people on their character. You know that, just like that, that awesome preacher that so many people love to mention, Martin Luther King, you know, he said, don't judge me or my children. Don't judge my kids by the color of their skin. Judge them by their character. And that's what we need to do. But we don't do that anymore. My goodness, we don't just judge people by their color. Now the Democrats judge you by the lifestyle you, you, you are living. Uh, I mean, the, the Democrats, they've got you in so many boxes now. Now they're, they're starting to put those boxes in tears. Uh, and I don't mean tears coming off your face. I mean, I mean, uh, tears by, by, by hierarchy. So if if you are a gay, transgender, LGBTQ, AQRST, alphabet soup, let me put it that way. If you're gay, transgender, member of the alphabet soup, and you're black or brown, then you get to be in the special box. That That's the most victim box. If you're just a female and you're white, well, that's a bottom. That That's not so much a victim box anymore. But if you're, I mean, I, 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 this is the way our society is going right now. We are allowing politicians to put you in a box based on how you look or how you live. And that, my friends, has got to stop because maybe, maybe this caller in Georgia has a great point. Maybe they're onto something. Maybe some of this indoctrination that we're trying to force on children, maybe that's having an effect on their psyche. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, these families, there's so many of them that don't have strong father male figures in the house, maybe that's a problem. And look, I've got respect for, for if you're a gay family or a lesbian family or whatever and you go and adopt a kid, I've got respect for that because no child should grow up in a foster home. No child should grow up without parents. That's just me. That's my opinion. That might anger some people on the right. But I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't think any child should, should be, should, should grow up without a family. But if you are one of those families that, 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 that did a good thing and you adopted a kid, you got a kid out of a foster home. If you did a good thing, then you know what? Maybe you should at least try and teach them, if, if they're male, teach them some male qualities. It is not a bad thing to teach your son to open the door for women. That is not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing to teach your son to respect their elders. I, look, I don't agree with anybody who agrees with, with Joe Biden's policies right now. And I don't agree with Joe Biden. I think Joe Brandon Biden is the worst president we've had in history. But you know what? If I were standing outside and I saw Joe Biden, I'd open the door for him. I'd help him across the street. I'd help him up when he falls off his bicycle. I would do that because he's my elder. And I was taught that way. As a young man, I was taught to respect any elder, no matter if they're female or male. 
And I was taught to open the door for anyone, not just women, anyone. It's just the right thing to do. But there's nothing wrong with teaching your son to be a strong figure, to teach your son. I don't care if you're a gay family, lesbian family, whatever family, two dudes, two women, don't care, don't care. And, 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 and kudos to you if you took a child out of foster care. Kudos to you for doing that. But, but maybe, Miss Maybe, maybe you need to teach the, if you do have a son, if you adopted a son, or, or, or you, you did whatever process out there, uh, surrogate mother and vitro, whatever you did out there, if you have a son, Maybe, maybe teach them. Maybe show them a John Wayne movie every now and then. Show them what a strong male figure looks like. Because if they grow up to be a male and, and, and a heterosexual male, then there's nothing wrong with them being a strong one. There's nothing wrong with opening the door for a woman, opening your door for your mother, your sister. There's nothing wrong with doing that. If you see a, a lady struggling carrying a heavy weight, take it from them. Carry it for them. There's nothing wrong with young men in school carrying the books of a girl that they may like. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're in a society today where Democrats and activists, they get mad if a young male tries to actually help a young female. If a young male wants to carry the books for the young girl, they get mad at that kind of stuff. Uh, look, folks, look, I, 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 I will use myself as an example, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here. But if I come out of a Costco and I see an old couple struggling to, to put a case of water in their trunk, you know what I do? I stop what I'm doing, and I pick up that case of water, and I put it in the trunk for them because it's the right thing to do. If I see a young, vibrant female lifting down to pick up a case of water of 32 bottles of water, I stop and I offer to pick it up for her because it's the right thing to do. It doesn't mean that she's in a weak female. It doesn't mean that the female's a weaker race. It just means that I was brought up right. And if you have a problem with that, if you're a Democrat and you have a problem with that, well, then you need to look in the mirror and you need to assess why you have a problem with that. Because usually things that you have issues with, usually, usually if you look in the mirror and you take some self-assessment, you can really find out why you have a problem with some of the things you have a problem with. Because a lot of the times it starts with you. And I know it's hard to admit. Trust me, believe me, I have been there. I, there have been times in my life when I was younger that I wanted to blame everybody else for everything. If I didn't achieve it, I wanted to blame someone else. If, if, if I wasn't at a certain place that I thought I should be when I was in my 20s, I wanted to blame someone else. Trust me. Trust me. A lot of the issues that you're dealing with today are issues that you're bringing on yourself. And if you'll just do a self-assessment and you have the courage to look in the mirror and go, okay, why? Why does this make me so angry? A lot of times, if you do that self-assessment, you can work through things and figure it out. And when you do that, oh my gosh, how your life will change. And, and, and I don't mean on a small level. It will change on a big level. It really will. And, and look, I didn't, <laughs> I did not intend for this show to be a public service announcement on your health. <laughs> but, but I, I, I can only tell you these things because I've lived so many things. So, all right, folks, when we get back, I'm going to move on and we're going to get into some more happy times and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. And I want to add to this, as long as we're being political right now, we endorse Brian Kemp totally against Stacey Abrams, who would destroy the destroy all of Georgia, not one side or the other, but all of Georgia. We also endorse Herschel Walker against Warnock. Warnock has come out with just flat out lies, and we're not going to. We're not even going to give equal time to it. We don't have to. And Warnock is a liberal's liberal, and he should not even be running. He shouldn't have the ability to run. So we endorse Herschel Walker, Brian Kemp, and we'll be coming out with some others as time goes on that America's Web Radio endorses and supports that follow our views on conservatism and uh, we appreciate Victor and his thoughts on it and we'll be back with more right after this And we are back. We are back, my friends. This is the America's Web Radio Station, and you are listening to the On Point with Victor show. Uh, look, I, I want to move on a little bit, but but you guys get the gist. You get the gist of what 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 we're talking about and what I've been talking about, and uh, and you know we'll we'll probably touch on this again because there are clearly some issues in society. I mean, clearly, clearly, and and I. There's so many things that we need to do and we need to address, and my goodness, we didn't even touch on the border. Boy, and, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure many of you have heard the Supreme Court decision. And, and look, if you read the decision, I understand where the justices were coming from. Um, uh, on, and now it's, it's to the people, which is where it belongs. And, and the politicians, they're going to have to do something. But again, you are going to see that the Democrats have no plan, uh, no, nor do they have a desire to do anything about the, the open borders. They want open borders. And the establishment Republicans, they want open borders for different reasons. But they, they, I shouldn't say open borders. The establishment Republicans want a little less open border, and the Democrats want a full-on open border, which is what they've got right now. And it is a job of, of the legislators and these, these Democrats and establishment Republicans. It's their job to secure the border. Now, if they're not doing it, it's our job as, as we the people to throw them out of office. Now, 
You've got a chance in 2022. In fact, you heard David before I came back on before this segment. You heard David talk about some of the candidates that America's Web Radio is endorsing, um, including Herschel Walker for Senate in Georgia. Look, the, the Georgia is our home state. This is this is Georgia is where America's Web Radio, the the network that is America's Web Radio, it originates from Georgia, uh, not far from Atlanta, in a place called Sandy Springs. So we're very cognizant of what. Uh, politicians are trying to do to Georgia. And so it is with glee and with proudness and pride that we get behind and and we are behind uh Brian Kemp for governor uh, over Stacey Abrams and Herschel Walker for Senate over uh Warnock <laughs> and uh I you know and then uh you know we've got some others as David said that that he will be announcing later that the station is getting behind. Uh but but it's our job. It is our job across this country to throw out these Democrats and establishment Republicans so we can get things like the border secured. Uh, it's just it's just going to have to happen. So, all right, I want to move on a little bit. Look, I, I, I got to say, you know, you guys know I was out. Uh, maybe some of you don't know, but I've been out for the last two weeks uh, traveling like a madman. I, I, I was in Dallas. I was in Cleveland, Ohio, and I was in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, good old left coast California. I just got back last night. So uh, l- luckily, you guys got me fired up today with some of your comments because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little tired today. So hopefully you guys aren't noticing that uh, because flying back, you know, flying to the left coast is great because you gain three hours. Flying back from the left coast, coming over to the east coast, you lose three hours and, and sometimes it feels like you're losing four or five or six hours. So, not gonna lie, I'm a little tired, but uh, hopefully you guys aren't noticing it. But uh, I, I will tell you. Plus, you know, my last trip was Los Angeles. This is where I just flew back from. So I did Dallas first, and then I went to Cleveland, Ohio. And I came back to Atlanta for one day, and then I was off to Los Angeles. And I got back from Los Angeles last night. And if it, if it as if it weren't bad enough that I had the three hours that I lost coming back from L.A. Uh, I spent the weekend in L.A. with some old friends that I hadn't seen in a while. And while I don't drink, uh, I can throw back some Mountain Dews, and I can throw back and did throw back way too much food. Uh, and uh, we just had – and I'm sore from the laughter from us all laughing together. So there wasn't a whole lot of sleeping going on, but there was a whole lot of of, of, of celebration going on and in celebration of, of the country, of, of our freedom and our liberty. And, and we did it with old friends, and we're all motorcycle guys. So, of course, we were out messing with motorcycles all weekend. And, and, I, and I had my first – oh, i got to tell you this, folks. Look, just let me let me tread on your attention span for a minute. I got my first taste of an e-bike, an electric bike. Which I, I pretty much made fun of electric bikes up until this weekend because I got on an electric bike and oh my goodness was it fun. Now look, you can pedal and I was pedaling, but the electric motor gives you assist and you can set the degree of assist that the electric motor gives you. And oh my gosh was this amazing. Uh, you will never have trouble going up a hill again. Uh, I was doing darn near 30 miles an hour with this electric, this electric motor once I got to the top of the hill and crested the hill and started going down. I mean, it's amazing. It was absolutely, I gotta say. So I gotta hand it to the e-bikes, the electric bikes. It was a blast. And, and you can, and the great thing about it is, 
for those of you who just don't want to go out and exercise and you don't want to go ride a bike because you know you're going to find that hill that you just don't want to ride up. You just know that, yeah, I might want to pedal some, but I don't want to, I want to pedal downhill. I want to pedal on a, on a flat road, but you don't want to pedal up, up a hill. Look, I understand. Pedaling uphill sucks. And, uh, and, and you may feel like you're in shape, but when you pedal up a hill, you're going to find out how out of shape you are. Well, Here's the thing. Instead of not riding at all, get yourself an electric bike. These things are amazing because you can you can set it to practically no assist and you can pedal. So when you're on flat ground, you pedal your heart out. When you're on uh, going down a hill, pedal your heart out. But when you get to the uphill, you can engage that electric motor and then you can pedal, but it's going to assist you. So you're not having to to absolutely give yourself a heart attack trying to get up a hill. And then before you know it, you're going to lose some weight. You, you, believe it or not, I, uh, see, I used to make fun of electric bikes. It's like, well, what's the point? You're not going to get exercise. But, oh, I was wrong. You can, with, with you being able to set the degrees of the electric bike and, and you pedal as much as you want, you can actually get, get exercise. And before you know it, you're going to enjoy it. And then a month is going to go by, two months is going to go by, three months is going to go by, and you're going to have lost 5, 10, 15 pounds, and you're going to feel better for it. So, look, I, again, <laughs> didn't mean to get into a great public health message here, but I'm just saying, it's awesome. And I stand corrected. I mean, I made fun. Let me tell you what else I made fun of. You know, I still make fun of Priuses, and I will always, always make fun of Priuses, but I got to draw, uh, to, to get familiar. Let's just put it this way. I got to spend some time in a 2022 Prius, and it was awesome. I, I have to say, I, now look, I, it, would it be my primary car? No. Am I going to go run out and buy a Prius to be my primary car? No. But if you wanted to have a car handy, just a second or a third vehicle that that you could do runarounds with or, or or long road trips with this thing was getting 60 miles to the gallon <laughs> and right now that might mean something to a few people so uh so i i i will continue to make fun of priuses but i am not opposed to having one after i just spent some time in a 2022 prius i gotta say it was pretty darn nice and it's pretty amazing and i in fact Mark the Shark, if you're listening, uh, you're probably laughing because you know we make fun of Priuses because you have one. <laughs> and, uh, and California Greg's got one too. That's the one I was in this weekend. Uh, but, uh, and, and you guys are great sports because you make fun of them too, uh, even though you drive them. But, uh, I, I, I stand corrected now. I, I, I would myself. I said before I wouldn't get one, but now I would. Now I, I definitely would. So it's pretty funny. David. Mark doesn't get into it. They lower it down on him. <laughs> yeah, now that might be true. <laughs> Mark, you may have to clarify some things later. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, in case you didn't know it, David, Mark's had a Prius for quite some time. He, he and uh, it, it's it's and and I will say. They are amazing. I, I, I just, they, they are nice. They really are. So, but, uh, but anyway, uh, look, I hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July. I hope you had a wonderful independent celebration this weekend. And I hope among your festivities that at some point you, you took a moment to at least remember and appreciate what our founding fathers did, uh, 200 and, well, over 246 years ago. Now, Technically, yesterday was our 246th birthday. But those of you who know history, you know that it started before that. The Founding Fathers, you know, it took them a little time to put the Constitution together, to put the Bill of Rights together. Uh, it took a little time to kick the British in the you-know-what. took a little time to get the Brits out of here. 
so uh, it, we, I hope you took a little time over the weekend, over this Independence Day weekend. I hope you took a little time to reflect and just be appreciative of what old glory means when you look at that flag, when you see that flag. There's a reason. There's a reason that I fly my flag every day. There's a reason that other people in my neighborhood fly their flags every day. And you know what? When when a uh, when an old veteran walks by, they're taking a walk through the neighborhood and they salute that flag, it makes me feel good. Because I know why they're saluting that flag, and and I and I and I hope I hope that 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 those of you out there that are listening to me right now understand, and 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 I hope you 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 took a little time to just realize and thank and remember what our founding fathers did, what they sacrificed, what they gave up to obtain our independence, our liberty, our freedom. Because were it not for them, you wouldn't be you wouldn't have been celebrating yesterday like you did. Uh, we have no idea what kind of dictator, what kind of monarch, or what kind of tyrannical uh, dirtbag would have been in power over this country had we not defeated the British way back then in the 1700s. So you need to understand, and 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 trust me, if you have kids and they're in a public, uh, sorry, sorry, if they're in a government school, if you have kids that are in a government school, they are not being taught the truth about the founding of this country. So do yourself a favor and and use this Independence Day weekend, use this as a time to properly teach them the history of this country, teach them what the founding fathers did, teach them that we would not be today where we are were it not where we came from yesterday or the yesteryears. Uh, what the Founding Fathers did is amazing. The form of government, our republic that we live in today, the only reason that we are going to have uh, a, a, a course of correction, the only reason that in 2022 we're going to throw out a lot of Democrats, the only way, let me put it this way, the reason we have the ability to do what we're going to do in November of 2022, the reason we have the ability to do what we're going to do in 2024, when we send Joe Brown when we send him to that retirement home, which is where he belongs right now, or the assisted living home, which is where he belongs right now, the reason we're going to be able to send him on his way is because of what the founding fathers set up in our republic. And and we don't we should never ever forget this and never forget what, what July 4th means. Never forget what independence means. And you know, we give a whole month to to pride parades and pride month how about we start giving a whole month to our independence you know there wouldn't be a pride month if we didn't first have our independence so how come we don't have an independent we ought to demand and start having independence month we need to do that because there wouldn't be any of these other marches any of these other parades any of these other appreciation months none of those would exist were it not for our independence that our founding fathers were able to obtain. And that credible document that they put together, they put forth that Constitution, those Bill of Rights, all of those things are the reason why you can have your Pride Month and you can have your Alphabet Soup Month and, and any other cause that you've got that you're celebrating. You wouldn't be able to do it. If it weren't for our independence and our, our obtaining our independence, if it weren't for 1776, if it weren't for all of those founding fathers, and not all the founding fathers get talked about a lot or get taught, you know, go do yourself a favor. Go read up. Read up on all the founding fathers. Teach your kids. You and your kids can learn together. You really can. And, and you need to have that appreciation for this country. 
because I know we're in a mess right now, but we've got the ability to get out of this mess thank you, thanks to what those founding fathers were so brilliant in obtaining way back those 246-plus years ago. And that document that was created 246 years ago still stands today. And as much as the Democrats hate it, and believe you me, they hate it. Uh, you know, if you go back and look at Obama, there was a speech Obama made on more than one occasion where he actually had uh, a, a a bad feeling towards – it actually said that that Constitution, how, how it constrains him, as if he knew more than the Constitution, as if he knew better than the Constitution. That is the, the, the narcissism. That was Barack Hussein Obama. President Obama actually made reference that he couldn't do all the things that he wanted to do because he was constrained by the Constitution, as if that were a bad thing. The whole brilliance of the Founding Fathers, ladies and gentlemen, was the fact that they created a document that told and to this day tells politicians what they can't do to we the people. And Barack Obama had a problem with that. Biden has a problem with that. Your Democrats today, every one of them has a problem with that. And you as a voter, as an American citizen, ought to sit back and go, huh, why do I have elected officials that have a problem being constrained by the Constitution of this country? Why do we have politicians in Washington and bureaucracies that have a problem being constrained by the very document that is the rule of law in this country. You need to ask yourself that. These are just simple questions. Now, mind you, if you ask these questions, you're going to be called a racist. You're going to be called a radical. How is it radical to question the government that you're supposed to question? Look, this is a this is a government of, of the people, by the people, for the people. And it's about darn time we take it back or we take the understanding back. Let me put it that way. Let me put it that way. But uh, but anyway, look, I hope you guys had a great, great fourth, uh, great independent celebration. I hope you guys did some awesome, fun things this weekend uh, like I did. I had a great time. And let me tell you this, too. It is amazing. It is amazing the difference that I see when I fly from one coast to the other and in between. The difference. Because in Georgia and Tennessee and Texas, it we are clearly free states and clearly enjoy the freedoms that the Constitution affords us. When I land in California and I go around California, I go into the grocery stores, I go into restaurants, you know, I just did that the last four or five days. California clearly does not respect the freedoms and liberties that are afforded by the Constitution. It is amazing. There are so many Californians that go walk around with their heads down because they're doing the bidding that the that the ridiculous elected politicians are forcing upon them. Instead of getting together and going, you know what, we're tired of this. And maybe, maybe there will come a day where the California people finally get tired. But right now, I saw tons of people wearing masks. I saw people looking at me like I was crazy for not wearing a mask. But they're still doing this is the crap that the Democrats and these these tyrannical politicians, these authoritarian seeking politicians that live within the Democrat Party. This is what they love. The covid-19 in 2020 afforded them the ability to seize on a crisis and see what they could force people to do. And in California, they have created the new norm that they want. So many people were wearing masks. 
so many people would try and stand. Uh, I'd get next to somebody, and I could tell they started checking. Oh my gosh, am I six feet? Am I six feet? It is ridiculous. And then you go into a Ralph's. Oh, a grocery store. Uh, it's basically like a Publix or a Kroger in L.A. You go into one of those, and you go fill up your cart, and then you get to the checkout counter. Because let me tell you, this happened to me the other day. I get some items for a cookout, and I go to the to 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 the checkout counter, and they check out, and they put all the 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 items right at the end of the counter, and start throwing them in the cart, back in the cart. And I'm go, I look at them, go, where are the bags at? Why aren't you putting it in a bag? And they go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. How many bags would you like to purchase? And I went, whoa, wait a minute. What did you just ask me? And that was the question. And they repeated it happily with a smile on their face. How many bags, how many of these cheap plastic bags that you have to double bag unless you want your items to come ripping, falling out the bottom of the bag? How many bags do you want to purchase? I looked at them like they were crazy, and they looked at me like I was crazy. And then I looked at this person, and I said, look, I am sorry. I am not from the communist state of California, nor do I reside in the communist state of California. I live in the free state of Georgia. And in Georgia, when I go pay my money to the grocery store, I get, in fact, somebody else puts them in a bag, the items in a bag, and puts those items in my cart. And then that said employee actually offers to take my cart to my car to put my groceries in my car. Now, I don't always, I don't let them do it. I do it myself. But they offer that in the free state of Georgia. And this employee looked at me like I was crazy. This person had to be in their 20s. And they looked at me like I was telling them a story from a movie from the past. And they said, what you? What do you mean you get bags for free? What do you mean somebody puts them in a bag for you and puts them in your cart? Yeah, this is California. In California, you're lucky that they're checking you out. And they're lucky that they take it from the scanner and put it at the bottom of the, of the uh, conveyor belt so then you can put those items back in your cart. You're lucky they do that much for you. And then they charge you per bag. So in California, there is a tax on the bags. Now, let me tell you something, too, the dirty little secret here. It wasn't just something the government dreamed up. Uh, yes, the government dreamed it up and said, hey, we can tax bags and we can do it in name of, of false science. We can do it in the name of crap science. Uh, they figured out a way they could tax people. But the grocery store lobbyists got together and lobbied the government and said, oh, yes, let's do this. We will lobby for you and agree to go jump on board with taxing bags as long as we get a cut. So the grocery store now, those guys are getting cuts from the money they're charging you to buy a bag in California. And they do it all in disguise. They don't tell you all that, but I know it. You can look it up, folks. You can look it up. But what they tell you is, oh, you're saving the planet. Yeah, that's a bunch of poppycock. It's a bunch of crap, folks. Bunch of crap. But that's what they're doing in California. So this is what I mean about how different, how different we are in the United States. And, and it, look, it's not a bad thing to be different, but we should all agree that we should be living in freedom and liberty. We should all agree that we have constitutional rights that should not be abridged. But when you go to, when you go from Georgia to California, you are truly, truly entering a complete different way of life. And look, there are no Republicans running anything in California. It's all Democrats. It's authoritarian minded Democrats. And I'm just amazed at what I see in California because look, in, in Los Angeles in California is probably one of the most beautiful places to live, if not the world, but definitely in this country. 
one of the most beautiful places, and it has the best weather, I mean, maybe on the planet. But the Democrat Party is destroying it. I mean, the California, the, the, the birthplace of Ronald Reagan. I mean, the, the, the place where gold made so many families rich, uh, because they were, they put their sweat equity and dug gold out of the ground. California, the, the, the place where West was won. I mean, where the, I mean, it's, it's an amazing historical place and the people there are allowing the Democrats to destroy it. And you don't have the free, the freedoms that we have in Georgia, you don't have in California. Now in the United States, we're all under the same constitution. We all have the same Bill of Rights. And the fact that, that we can go from a state like Georgia or Tennessee or Texas and go to California and completely not be able to live the same way, that's, to me, is, is just telling. It's just unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. Now, and, and I, and there are so many people that you can see that aren't happy because there's so many people in California struggling. Look, the elitists in California, they don't care if gas is 20 bucks a, ga- a gallon. The, the Hollywoodians, they don't care the gas, if it's 20 bucks a gallon, they don't care. The well-to-do in California, all the techies, they don't care that gas is, is $10 or more a gallon. But your run-of-the-mill family, the majority of California is not the elitist class. The majority of California is not the Hollywoodian actors. The majority of California are not the techies. The majority of Californians are a lot of middle class and lower class people who are struggling right now because it's $10 a gallon for gas. It costs 50 bucks to get a pound of ground beef. All right, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but beef and chicken and, and food is double or triple or quadruple the price that it was before. Now, to my knowledge, and I asked people in California, their salaries have not doubled. Their hourly wages have not doubled or tripled or quadrupled, but their inflation has, their gas prices has, their food cost has. So how do you think those people are living right now in California? And the Democrat Party doesn't care. They're making things worse in California. They are restrict they're coming up every day with more regulations to regulate you out of a living. And one day maybe the California people will will wake up. See, I kind of laughed and had fun with people out there in California because I knew I was leaving and coming back to the great state of Georgia. The free state of Georgia. What a difference. And for you people in Georgia, for you people in Georgia right now, let me leave you with this as we get to the close to the end of the show. You got elections coming up and you got a crazy lady by the name of Stacey Abrams who would love to duplicate California lifestyle into Georgia. You've got a bunch of Hollywood Woodians that are here in Georgia that would love to bring that crap from California. They want to bring it here to Georgia. Well, let me tell you something. You people in Georgia, I don't care if you're black, white, brown, yellow, whatever you are, if you like the freedoms you have in Georgia, if you like going to the grocery store and actually having a bag to put your stuff in and not being taxed for it, if you like having low gas prices, if you like having freedom in Georgia, then you better be ready to vote for Brian Kemp because Stacey Abrams will take away whatever right she can and turn Georgia into California if you allow that woman to be elected. So take it from me, vote for Brian Kemp 
if you like freedom in Georgia, if you want freedom to reign in Georgia. All right, folks, stay tuned. Coming up next is Locked and Loaded with Roger B, and we'll see you next week. I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.